All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Today we have a special guest, Congressman Garrett Graves, 6th District with us here. Congressman Graves, how are you? Hey, I'm doing uh, doing well. Um, I hope you are as well, but but certainly this has been some some challenging times lately. It um, The theme that I've been kind of telling everybody that I've kind of grew up, my grandmother always told me, you know, this too shall pass. You know, it's we will get through this, you know, one way or the other. So, but it's got to be, it's got to be interesting. A friend of mine gave me the a really good analogy and I've been using it and telling everybody they can take it. It's like juggling water is kind of what we're doing right now. So that's a, um, that's a good one. I might, have, I might have to use this. Uh, use that. Yeah. You know, look, we're no, we're no stranger to uh, disasters or these curveballs in Louisiana, but this one, this one's different. It really is. This one's got some huge challenges associated with it. It's, well, it's funny you say it. I've talked to a lot of friends and business owners, not only here locally, but around the world. And it's funny though. I think we're a lot more prepared you know, here I've talked to some and they're going, do you have any idea what it's like? I've never had everything shut down and go, no, nah, we've been here before. You know, we've had things shut down, filled with water, blown over. You know, we're going to be able to write a really good book, you know, when we get older. So, but, um, so what is, you know, we like to say, you know, what's the kind of, what's happening in your world right now? You know, at the end of the day, we all are running all over the place. You know, what's the, what's your day like? So, uh, uh, so day, um, I, I, I generally get up. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually in Washington right now, and uh, generally get up uh, pretty pretty early in the morning. I uh, get up around five or so, and uh, I, I like to go for a run. And so I'll I'll go for a run, uh, come back, uh, shower up, and then we uh, we usually go through and start reading through uh, policy papers, memos, things like that, and then get together in meetings usually starting around uh, eight or, or sometimes by nine o'clock. Um, after that, we, we often go into our, our committee hearings and, and those types of meetings and do a lot of the, the right now, doing a lot of the Zoom meetings with, with people from home and, um, and then a lot of debates and discussions on house floor on policy and votes and things like that. So it's usually a pretty packed day, pretty diverse. Uh, group of, of meetings and activities, but uh, but but feel like we're making making some progress. That's funny. It's my uh, my wife sent me a video. She found online. It was something along the lines of you know my husband's been home you know for 15 weeks and I've learned that he attends meetings, he goes to meetings, talks about meetings, and has meetings about other meetings. You know, and that's all he does all day. And so uh, I feel my, kind my of the same way. Actually, she kicked me out of the house, so we were both at home at the same time. We both worked. And she was doing her Zoom meetings and I was doing mine. And I think we were eating up the bandwidth on the Wi-Fi. And then I was making too much noise. And finally, she um, she politely suggested that I start working out of the office. Uh, better. Sounds better. I was told I'm tired of hearing your voice. You know, <laughs> like, go talk somewhere else. So, <laughs> so, well, look, with all of that, you know, I always like to say, you know, what is it that we want to let people know? You know, open forum, you know candid conversation, you know, what is it? You know, if you could sit here and just say, if I could drop, you know, that minute and a half, couple minutes of just, what do I want people to know? You know, what's going on? You know, I've kind of talked, you know, gotten to know you a little bit here. Not the typical, you know, politician guy. I call it the non-politician, you know? <laughs> so what is, um, what would you like everybody to know? Well, Brandon, in, in that regard, um, 
you know, I had never run for any kind of office before and never, ever had intentions of doing it. Um, but, you know, you, you start thinking about all of the, the founding uh, fathers and, and all of the, the men and women that sacrificed so much for this country. And then you look at, at our government, you ask people, hey, what do you think of the performance of government? I mean, usually you get, you get all these frustrating answers. And the reality is, Government is all of us. It, it is supposed to be uh, for us. It is comprised of us, and it is supposed to be representing us. Yet, when you talk to people, they, folks often, especially the Washington level, the federal government, people feel like government is, a, is an adversary rather than an ally. And, and, and so I did this not, not for any reason other than I just I wanted to I wanted to help I wanted to break through those log jams that cut through that red tape, and just try and fix things at home and um, and and that's why I did this that's why I jumped into this this crazy world and that's why I'm here and and we've been able to get a lot of great things done but uh, still a, still a good bit of frustration. <laughs> I can imagine absolutely you know that's. I don't know, you know, there's some people that have, you know, done careers out of it. You know, some people, you know, have been there forever. I like how you said it, you know, this wasn't, you know, where you were, you know, it's kind of, you were asked, you know, and the other thing is I think people don't realize government's not some consulting firm that we hired to come in and run, you know, it's like you said, it's all of us, you know, we affect the change. If you want something changed, you know, speak out about it and realize though, at the same time, you're one person you know, out of this huge, you know, 350 million people in this country, you know, you're on this, you and I, we're all on the same playing field, you know, and you've raised your voice and raised a hand and said, Hey, I'm going to go try to, you know, I'm going to go climb to the top of the hill and see what I can see. And I'll see what I can do to help. And I'll come back and let you know, but fill us in, you know, everybody can do this. We're only one person. Yeah, we, we are. And that was one of the, I guess I'll, I'll say realization, uh, one realization that I had when I, when I started working up here. You know, you'd be in these meetings or these committee hearings or what have you, and you'd have somebody representing a different area, they'd say something, and I'd just look, just like, oh my gosh, you know, like, could you say that again? Like, you'd want to fill it in the, you know, like, do they represent Mars? You know, just where, where in the world, but, but you, you understand the diversity of this country, there, there, you have people that are that are very, very conservative, and people that are very, very liberal, and um, and, and understanding that um, it's not about me, it's not about me as an individual or you as an individual. Um, we're part of it, but we're not all of it, and and we've got to look at things through the lens of of this huge, diverse nation that we are, and. Um, I think that we're, we're tempted to be offended very early if we don't get every single thing that we want. I think that's the temptation is that you, if you don't get everything that, that, that you think is the right thing, then, then you get offended and bothered and, and you, it, it devolves into this partisan fighting that we have all too often seen uh, play out on TV and, and other venues. And, and, and just better understanding that as much as I may not agree with somebody who, who represents Mars or, or one of those, those very different uh, areas of the country, um, they, they were sent to Washington to represent the same number of people that, that, that 
I was sent here for. And we've got to figure out how to either work with them or figure out how to get a majority of people to support some of the things that we want to do. And if, if we can get six out of the 10 things we're trying to get done, if we can get those things done, I, I, I just got six things out of 10 done and, and I've got four more. I'm going to have to come back and figure out how to, how to repackage them. But, 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 you know, getting six out of 10 things you need to get done, done isn't, isn't a bad record at all. Yeah. And that's the thing getting, you know, the problem is people nowadays will focus on, you know, it's the negative, you know, it's like, well, you forget the six, it's what happened to the other four, you know, and the analogy I give people, you know, we all do it. You go get that new shirt and you put it on, you know, you kind of walk around and a hundred people, you know, I love your shirt. I love your shirt. You know, great shirt. And then that one guy's like, man, that shirt doesn't look right on you. And the rest of the day, you're like, do I need to change? You know, what's, you know, this just didn't, it's that one piece of negativity that people just, I think, you know, we're wired, you know, to just ingrain into. And I think, you know, me personally, I think half the problem is, is that, or not half, but a big chunk of it is, is just because I disagree with you on something doesn't mean it has anything to do with politics. I didn't pick up, I didn't go to the right. I didn't go to the left. I didn't go, I just don't agree, you know, or I got a different position on it and it's okay. You know, we can, we can talk about it. Let's, you know, tell me why, you know, you feel that way. And maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I don't know. Don't get mad at me and start, you know, attacking me. Tell me why, you know? <laughs> so oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great point. And I think that, that some, you know, the social media platforms have sort of um, thrust out into the forefront things that it, best friends sometimes didn't realize that they might've had differences on and, and just what it has done to relationships. Uh, it, it really is just, just, uh, uh, very, very concerning. I heard uh, Dan Crenshaw, the, this great guy out of Texas, I uh, heard him say that we, we need to spend more time being less offensive, but we need to spend the most time being less offended. So I was like, ooh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. People's threshold for being offended is very low. And, and I think you put it great when you just said that um, we need to focus on the six things that got done versus the four that didn't and, um, and, and, and really just figure out how to um, see things through other people's eyes sometimes as a, as a way to help us uh, actually solve problems because instead of just fighting their position, instead try to understand why they're there. And, and one of the things that I've done in this job is I've, I've grabbed some of these very, very uh, liberal uh, people that, that, you know, we may be uh, just have different perspective or ideology on things. Uh, this guy, Alan Lowenthal uh, out of California and Jared Huffman out of California, two uh, members of Congress out there. And I, and I said, look, uh, we, we were often sparring in different discussions and meetings and everything. I said, I'd really like for you to come down to South Louisiana. And I just separate trips. We, we invited them both down. They both came down separate times. All we just took them around. We took them down the coast. We we showed them our energy, we showed them our fisheries, we showed them our eroding coast, we you know, took them around to <clears throat> Thibodeau and Baton Rouge and other areas and just showed them, showed them our ports and our people and our food. And, and so look, I'm not, I'm not bringing you here to, to, to force you to vote with us or um, change your position or anything. I just, I just want you to see it. I want you to see who and what it is that we're representing here and why we have the positions that we do. And I'll tell you, it was, it was a really just a great experience. And they ended up inviting me to, to go uh, visit with, with their uh, 
government leaders and community leaders and others, and it was it's been a great experience just seeing things through other people's eyes. Good. Kind of as you told me the story, it reminds me of, uh, you know, the old, uh, the glass is half full, you know, the optimistic and the pessimistic, you know, and then always like someone told me, it's like, well, while the optimistic and pessimistic were fighting, if it was half full or half empty, the opportunist went and grabbed it and just drank it, you know. <laughs> You know, and I think that's sometimes, you know, that's and that's some of the stuff I've noticed, you know, just kind of seeing on some of the initiatives you've kind of ran with, you know, it's like, look, if you want to fight, you know, fight over there, y'all can go be distracted, but we're gonna go get things done over here. You know, that's what we're here to do. And so it's, you know, with that, is there anything you can think of that, you know, just people can help with? Like we said, we're all part of this machine. You know, this is all this is our government, you know, this is our community, you know, this is our families, you know, we're all the same. We all go eat, you know, we eat the same restaurants, we go to the same football games. And then somehow we step back and it's like, if I see you on the screen or if I see you on, you know, social media, you know, it's, it's different. Well, it's not, you're no longer, you know, Brandon, you know, you're no longer, you know, you're part of the problem, you know, no. What can we do to help? You know, is there, is there anything, you know, that we, should know or something that we could do, you know, and obviously, you know, get out, vote, you know, that kind of thing. But that's not really, I guess, where I'm going with it. It's more of, you know, it's the little thing, you know, you disagree with your neighbor, you know, about politics, fine, bring his trash can up, you know, talk to him. It might, you know, help and just realize you can still have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great question. You, you, you just brought up, uh, you brought up the restaurants and it just reminded me, you know, something, um, our, our family, we, we all love each other, but there are five of us. And if I come home on a Friday night and I come back in town and say, okay, let, let's go out to dinner where you all want to go, I'm going to get five answers. And, 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 you know, it's not because we don't love each other. It's not because we don't respect each other. It's just it's five different opinions. There are five different feelings or moods on what kind of food they want at the time. And, and, and it's just it's, it's an indication that, that all of us are different. And, and, and so we may have different um, opinions, ideas, but at the end of the day, we, we, we can't go to five places. We're going to choose one. And so how do you figure out how to get there to that, to that one? So, so, you know, one thing I'd, I'd, I'd like to let people know is, um, you know, I mentioned earlier that uh, I really kind of viewed government as being a, an, an imposition or a hurdle or obstacle to, to our progress. And, and so, you know, we, we jumped in this and just started working on things. I mean, one of the things, like the Washington Street exit uh, on the interstate in, in, in Baton Rouge, the only place in the United States where the interstate funnels to one lane. And people are like, oh, it's always going to be like this. And you know, well, why? And you start, well, it just is. It's just the way that, you know. <laughs> but wait, why? And you started digging in on it. And you know what? We worked with the state. We worked with the federal government. We got the money. Boom, we, we have a solution. There's a new exit in place that's on the left side. We're going to reconfigure the right side, and it's fixed. Um, we, we had a, a flood protection project that, that started in the early 1980s and just has been stuck, just stuck since the early 1980s. And look, I won't tell you or anybody else how much we need flood protection. Um, the project ended up being almost $400 million, and obviously that's a lot of money. It's hard to get that much money, but there were all kinds of of environmental mitigation, land rights, all kinds of things. And we started working through it. So look, the only way this can get done if we take every single one of these hurdles and we knock them out. We started doing it. Boom, $400 million projects under construction will be finished by the end of the next year. There's another one down in the river region, $760 million. Actually dates back to before I was born. 
before I was born, uh, they started the project. It's been stuck. $760 million, and again, all kinds of problems, and we just started working, knocking them all out, done. Um, got together with Congressman Joe Kennedy, a, a Democrat congressman from Massachusetts. He and I, uh, after the, the, the 2016 flood, we had all these people calling and they say, hey, look, we need help with FEMA or with Small Business Administration or, uh, or the, the disaster food assistance or what have you. And under law, the law from the 1970s, we have to have them fill out a paper form before we can help them. And so these people would say, well, let me, let me explain to you. I'm, I'm standing in my house right now in four feet of water, and I'd love to be able to print out a form right now. <laughs> and, and you know, started thinking, like, this is crazy. Got together with Joe Kennedy, and we wrote a bill to where you can use this. You can go online and just boom. And and president signed it in the law last summer. And, and you know, just, just on and on, just just. There, there are things that were actually getting done, and you know what? It's not, it's not Republicans getting together and running over Democrats, or Democrats getting together and running over Republicans, because in many cases, you don't have to. And just figuring out that there's so many things that we actually all agree on, and this default position to polarization or divisiveness or partisanship, or, you know, she's a Republican, so she's bad, or he's a Democrat, he's bad. We don't need to do it. The, 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 we're so much, I think if you sit down and talk to people, you realize, you know what? I want to address this crime problem. I, I want better educational opportunities for our kids. I want to solve these traffic problems that we have. I want better flood protection. Um, I, I want better employment opportunities for my kids. And just, you know what? Actually, we agree on all those things. And just realizing that you don't have to have divisiveness and carnage run people over to get things done and that you can get those 80% solutions or more in many cases by simply talking to people and understanding their position or mindset and, and truly getting things done as we've been able to get done things that have been stuck for decades. I was thinking while you were talking, you're talking about the paper form. You know, when that was done, you know, back in the 70s, that was progress. You know, it was like, <laughs> hey, it's a paper form. You fill this out, you get that. We didn't have, you know, the phone. Yeah. And so where I'm going with that is there's, you know, guys like you, you got to get in there and, you know, what I call, you know, work the problem. It's like, you know, hey, we've got a solution. We just got to work through this. We got to step through it. We didn't know we were going to have, you know, where we we're going to be 50 years later. So there's a lot of housekeeping and, you know, how do we figure this out? And how, what are the moving parts? You know, we said, you know, in my office with a whole bunch of people and it's happened a couple of times and it blows my mind that it still happens sometimes. Well, we'll kind of go, hey, we're going to do this, this, this. And, you know, somebody inevitably will go, it's a lot of work. And I just, I just, I have to, I can't, like, my response every time I turn, I'm like, that's what we're here to do. We're at work. <laughs> so work the problem, you know, and that's, you know, these things are huge. And that's what it sounds like, you know, you've been really good, you know, not that career guy, you know, but able to go in there and say, it's stuck. How do we unstick it? Well, you've got this, this, and this, and all this. Okay, what's the first step? Who do I need to go talk to? You know, what's his number? You know, can you send me a text? You know, and let's just work through these problems, you know, one step at a time. And a lot of people don't realize, I think, how much work that actually is, you know, and the amount of effort that's involved. But we see these things, you know, come down and it's, I hate it because I see a lot of things that, you know, released from your office, you know, this just got funded or this much funding from here. And it's like, it gets that little blip on the radar, you know, it gets that 20, it's like, work it for, you know, 18 months and get 20 seconds of PR. And then somebody immediately goes, well, what about this? And you're like, 
man, I hadn't even got the ink dry yet, you know, on what we just did, you know. So, well, look, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, tell me this. Is there anything, you know, one of our, you know, big group, you know, families, you know, I spend a lot of time with families. We've all got them. You mentioned yours. I'm in the same boat. I got five. Anything that they need to know, or is there anything that it's like, hey, you know, this needs to be on your radar. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, I'm one included when I was going to the gym. I honestly found that it was easier for me to switch the station and the TV I was looking to to Mayberry, you know, rather than, you know, the news. So made a better day. So I kind of tuned out on a lot of it for a while, you know, and I get bits and pieces. But if, if we had, you know, the mom committee or, you know, these families, is there anything that we'd like, hey, pay attention here? You know, this is important. Yeah, yeah. Anything? Well, I mean, look, I, I think that um, I think that as uh, you know, you talk about moms. You, you, you as parents, um, when you look at the trajectory of our nation, and and you know, we've talked a good bit, Brandon, about how things have been so polarizing or divisive. And I mean, you, you know, you, you put on one TV, you get you get one side of a story. You have to put on the other one to get the other. Look, this is crazy. I mean, we are. We are one Louisiana. We're all Louisianans. We're all Americans. We have all benefited from uh, the, the people, the men and women that have gone before us and have been so courageous and sacrificed so much so where we can have the country that we do. I mean, it, you, you look even today with our imperfections in the United States, you have more immigrants trying to get into the United States than any other country in the world. But this is an amazing place that we have. And when you actually go back and you, you look at, uh, like, for example, when, when Russia was trying to influence elections and things like that, you know what they were trying to do? They, their, their main tactic was actually trying to sow divisiveness. They, they were trying to create divisiveness. Look at us. Look at us. They, they played us like a fiddle. And, and so, you know, as parents, as leaders of families, as leaders in our community, we, we have got to stop this trajectory of divisiveness, to stop this trajectory of being offensive and being offended. And we've, yeah. got, to, we've got to recognize that, that, that the only way for us, and, and you know, whether it's the next flood or hurricane that's gonna happen, or certainly the global pandemic that we're dealing with right now, or the racial uh, divisiveness that we're seeing right now, the only way that we're going to get through this is not by continuing to be divisive and, and, and throwing verbal grenades at one another. It's by listening. It's by, it's by trying to understand the perspective of, of someone that you may not understand and, and, mm -hmm. and us ultimately working together and not to get all 10 things that are on your list, but, but getting four or five, six, seven or eight of them and, and getting an equal number of, 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 priorities of that other person not so you're you're compromising or sacrificing meaning compromising your principles or sacrificing or giving in it's that we're working together and i think that you know let me say it again as parents we're leaders in our family as as members of our community um you know we're part of the us and we've got to recognize you said it you know we're one of four excuse me 350 million people uh, uh you know, over 4 million Louisianians and just looking at things through a less selfish perspective and, 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 and not giving in to this temptation of divisiveness and being offended. Um, I just think it's so important. 
when you look, and I'll say it one last time, Brandon, when you look at, at what we did in World War II when our nation absolutely came together, when, when, when you look at what happened after Hurricane Katrina or the 2016 flood, it was everybody coming together for complete strangers to do what needed to be done and to address the, the needs at hand. And we are facing one of the greatest challenges of our generation with, with this virus. And, and we all need to work together to provide better certainty and stability and health and predictability for our community. And um, we, we are absolutely gonna get through this, um, but this divisiveness is, is going in the wrong direction. It's not helping. Yeah, I tell, you know, I tell my kids, you know, my daughter, especially, you know, it's stop looking, you know, when you look on social media, you're looking at someone's highlight reel. You know, that's not their real life. You know, that's just, you know, the, that's their highlight reel. But when you see those things, just because it's there doesn't mean it's true. I need you to think, you know, and then also, even if you see somebody who's got something that's, you know, maybe you don't agree with it, you know, but don't snap, you know, just don't snap back. You know, there's a reason you never know where somebody is, you know, and right now I think we're all in, you know, kind of some spots where we don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's, what's causing, you know, a lot of this angst, you know, you got a lot of pent up anxiety. And I think if people would you know, spend a little more time helping, you know, pull the neighbor's garbage can up, you know, do some stuff, talk to somebody, you know, have some, you know, real conversations. It might be a little bit easier for everybody, you know, and Help, just helping those vulnerable populations, um, thinking about people's mental health as well. Some of these people that their only interaction might have been going to work. They're not doing it anymore. Some of these seniors who had visitors at the assisted living facilities. I mean, how do we help there? How do we help that interaction and, and be helpful to people that are in these vulnerable communities? I think we all have an obligation to do it. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, and then as parents, you know, that's our job, you know, to instill that, you know, I, I tell people all the time, do not let, you know, the internet and social media, you know, raise your children, form their values. You know, you have to, you know, it's needed. I'm not a big, you know, screen time person and, you know, shutting things down. And I want them to be able to see things, but I also want them to know kind of where our values and where we stick. And, you know, that's we're the family and this is our community and this is what you've got to do. You know, you've got to get out and get out and help. You know, that's, you know, I like the um, Zig Ziglar, you know, used to say, uh, you can have as anything you want in life as long as you help enough other people get what they want first. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, look, you know, Garrett, I appreciate the time. I know you've got a million things, you know, to do. You know, I, taking this much time out of a day, you know, means a lot for us and for everybody here. You know, hope there's, yeah. you know. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the opportunity to, to, to chat with you, and this has been the this has been the greatest interview I've done in months. Everybody wants to wants to try and get a soundbite on how you're beating up on somebody else or criticizing something. <laughs> this was just, just being real and talking. I've, I've enjoyed it, Brandon, very much. So thank you. That's, that's the point, you know, that's, you know, we haven't, you know, beat the horse enough for everybody. You know, you and I, we may not be eating at the same restaurant at the same time, but we're going to the same restaurant. You know, we're going to the same game. We're walking the same streets. You know, it's, um, we're all the same. So look, I appreciate the time. We'd love to have you back anytime. You know, it's, kind of what we do around here just try to find out what's what what's going on and where people are so i'll let you get back to the day i appreciate you being here oh, good deal thank you very much god bless you have a great day all right